Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I know no one's in here yet, but today we are doing another live with the guest and I'm super excited about this one. So I'm going to invite our guest in and um, we're going to get started as soon as I get her in here. Hello everyone. I'm just waiting on our guests to hop in and we will get started. Today we will be speaking about why it is important to pray and go to therapy. I hope you guys are all having a great day. And as soon as she jumps in, we will start. All right, awesome. That's a good topic. I know I'm super excited. I can hear you, but see. not see me. Can you see me now? I'm going to try to leave and come back in. Okay. All right, guys, that's okay. We're having a few technical difficulties, but nonetheless, we will work through it. All right, let's see. You said you can see both of us. I can't see her. All right, perfect. Hi. Okay. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So I am super excited about this topic, and people will be coming and going as they please, so we're just going to go ahead and jump into it. <laughs> All right, so hello everyone. I am Courtney, owner and founder of Freedom Revamp. And today we have a special guest with, guest with us. Her name is Dev Gilmore of Pray and Go to Therapy. And I will allow her to um, introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her organization. Hello everyone. So my name is Devana, but I go by Dev and I am the founder of Pray and Go to Therapy. Um, my background is in social work. I am a Prairie View A&M graduate, and I started this organization because I realized that the gap needed to be bridged between um, the stigma tied to mental health and the church, mainly in my personal experience, um, the Christian church. So um, that's really why I started the organization, and then also through exploring my own personal mental health journey, I realized that people had a lot, lack of education tied to mental health and what their therapy options were. So there's so many different types of clinical services. I'm also a mom and I also work full time as a therapeutic mentor. So essentially I provide mental health services for teenagers and adolescents. 
That is amazing. I am super excited because some of the questions that I've written down, I know for a fact you will be great at answering. So the first question I want to ask is something I ask everyone for all of our interviews. How do you define freedom? So freedom for me is not letting anything hold you back. And for me personally, I think it's not letting fear hold you back. So fear from failure, fear from being judged by other people, just fear of the unknown keep you from doing a lot of things. So I feel like personally in my own life, for the longest time, I let those things keep me from pursuing what I really wanted to do. And I wasn't able to accomplish much of the things that I, you know, felt like I should be accomplishing, but it was because I was scared. And we all have, you know, the ability to go after, you know, what it is that we really want and kind of live in our purpose. And so I really feel like that's what freedom is and just not letting anything stop you because the possibilities are unlimited. Definitely. And I always try to choose um, brands or people who can, who are um, bringing to light things that go with the topic of freedom. And I feel like pray and go to therapy is definitely one because as a Christian community, and if we want to narrow it down as a black Christian community, we often quote unquote shun going to therapy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, if you're not a Christian, then you're like, oh, I don't need therapy. But if you are a Christian, then you're like, oh, I can pray about it. And that is definitely, you need to pray about it, obviously. But I personally believe that God put people on this earth for a reason. And he put therapists on this earth for a reason. So the first question I want to ask you is, how can we break the cycle of trying to deal with things on our own by ourselves? Yes. So I feel like the first step to that is definitely education. So initially, when I became really into therapy, I thought, well, you know, I'll just share my experience and everybody will be on board and be like, oh, I want to do it too. But there has to be a deeper understanding of like why and how the things work for you. And then also that it's not a one stop shop, like it's not a band aid, it's not going to fix anything overnight. So having people understand, you know, what mental health is, what mental illness is, and then also that you don't necessarily have to have a mental illness to go to therapy. You may just be struggling with some things and need help, you know, navigating through certain things, certain emotions. So educating people on exactly what it is and then allowing them to choose and decide what the best avenue will be for them. Like I said, there are so many different types of therapies um, out there for people. So just because you try one doesn't mean that you don't need to go at all. Like maybe you'll find someone else. Maybe you need to find something more interactive for you. Or maybe you just didn't, you know, mesh with the particular therapist that you had at the time. That's awesome. We do try to deal with things ourselves. For me personally, um, it was this idea of I'm afraid if I go to a therapist or a counselor, then people will think, quote unquote, something's wrong with me. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like um, I finally realized that I needed to go to cope with some certain things. I stopped um, caring about what other people thought because ultimately it is my health and they don't have to know if I'm going or not because it's my business. Right. So I think one step is definitely to stop caring about what others may think about it. Yeah, for sure. It can 
it can be difficult to be like that because like you said you don't want someone to think that something's wrong with you but I also think of it like this you don't want to get to the point where there is something wrong with you you know yeah. like you go to therapy as also a preventative measure and so if you take care of the things you know that you need to or talk about them and work through them then they don't become a bigger issue later on for you and sometimes you don't realize that you may you know be struggling with past trauma or you know certain situations that are coming up now years later you know as you're an adult that happened when you were a child so therapy really just helps you work through those things and so it's just like with anything else you just need help in life like you you can't always rely on yourself because you don't always have the answers and it's just like going to a professional for anything else like if you need your car worked on you go to a mechanic if you you know if you're sick you go to the doctor um, if you need like your taxes and things done, like there's professionals for each avenue. And same thing with like therapy and your mental. Um, it can be hard to dissect everything that's going on in your mind. And so really what a therapist is, is just a person there to help you sort through all of those things. For sure. Yes. Um, and we'll be allowing um, and questions from you guys at the end. So if you guys want to go ahead and put them in, then so I can get to them later, you can. Um, the next question I have is, why do you think as Christians, we have the mindset that prayer is enough and that we shouldn't go to therapy? Oh, it paused. I don't know if you guys can hear her, but I cannot, so. Okay, guys, technical difficulties, but that is okay. That just means that this is a conversation that's supposed to happen. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, could you repeat the question? Yes. (laughs) Why do you think, as Christians, we have the mindset that prayer is enough and that we shouldn't go to therapy? Like, where do you think that mindset came from? Me, personally, I think it comes from seeing how people who do have mental illness or something going on with them maybe were treated in the church or around the church. I think there's just this stigma tied to it and a lack of education. Um, I feel like a lot of people have, you know, that cousin or that uncle and you, you see that how they're treated. Um, They may, you may not know exactly what's wrong with them, but you know, there's something going on and people just treat them completely different. And so I think it's like, Guys, I don't know what keeps happening, but that is okay. Technology doesn't want us to be great today, but it's okay. (laughs) I'm not sure why that keeps happening. Um, But yeah, I just feel like people feel as though they should only solely like lead on God for all of their strength, but... I kind of put it back to what I said before. For any other professional services, you would go to the doctor. If you need a heart surgery, you would go to a heart surgeon. So the same thing for therapy. Like, God placed these people 
on earth to help you navigate these things um, when they become too much or just when you when you're unable to do it on your own. And so I think it's just a long line of generational ignorance, should I say, to what therapy really is. People don't really want people in their business and things like that. Um, you know, Black people have the mentality a lot of times, what goes on in this house stays in this house type of mentality. So if there is an issue, having an outsider come in and do anything with you is definitely foreign. And then also just mistrust of the medical system. So even though it's not the same type of doctor, a lot of Black people mistrust um, going to see physicians and things like that. So that's pretty much a big a big part of it as well. And then I think a lot of Black people hold the church as their, you know, solid place. And so that's the end all be all. If the church says no, then we're not doing it. And so I think it goes back to what I said earlier, just education. Um, I think it's so important for people in the mental health field to partner with churches and things of that nature to provide education to people about what mental health is and that you can be a Christian, still pray, still believe in God, and still take care of your mental health at the same time. For sure. I feel like your brand and others like it are so important to bring awareness to this topic because prayer, quote, like we say, prayer is enough. And while praying to God and asking him to help us heal our wounds and our traumas and get through things, is okay like we're supposed to do that at the same time we have to do the work too so going to see a therapist is definitely us putting in the work on our end Mm -hmm. yeah faith without work you know is dead and so it's like god will send us different things like i noticed before i was willing to go to therapy there was always like little hints just dropping like I don't know if anybody's seen it but that Michael Phelps commercial I think it's like talk space commercial and I tell you that commercial used to come on so much and I'm like okay now maybe maybe I need to go talk to somebody because I keep seeing this and I keep hearing you know different things or in my job I will be giving people advice but I wasn't taking it myself you know like okay maybe I should go talk to somebody so God provides these things for you it's just up to you to take the necessary steps to actually make it happen Right, because even outside of just traumas and stuff, we'll ask God for this and this, and he'll give us the answer, but we're ignoring it. So sometimes the answer to our prayer, we need to go to the therapist to talk to them because they might have the word that you need. Um, Somebody said all the time, but it's real stuff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what resources can you share for those seeking therapists or counselors but don't know where to start so first shameless plug um pray and go to therapy.com slash services i do offer um services to help locate culturally competent therapists and so basically what i do i i basically meet you where you are depending on your knowledge behind mental health and insurance and things like that whether you want to utilize it or not and basically help you Um, find a therapist and then also book the appointments and also check back with you to ensure that you know that therapist is a good fit because finding a therapist it's kind of like dating you have to like try out different things to find out what fits for you and if it doesn't it's okay to stop seeing that therapist and find you a new one but it's not an overnight it's not an overnight thing by 
any means. And it goes both ways. Sometimes there can be a disconnect from the therapist to the client, and sometimes there can be a disconnect from the client to the therapist. So sitting down and figuring out exactly what you need beforehand really helps with some of that. And so I provide those services. I have three different packages um, that people can choose from, as well as a 15-minute consultation that's free. Um, another resource that I would recommend is Therapy for Black Girls. They have a really big registry, I mean, not registry, directory on their website of Black female therapists. Um, you can pretty much find any type of therapist that you like. So if you want a spiritual therapist, one that's specifically Christian or, you know, any religion or that works with any specific population, you literally just filter it out and type it in, type your zip code, and they can find they can find a therapist for you. That's um, who I've utilized for the longest, and they have the biggest, I guess, largest um, directory that I've seen. Awesome. And I love speaking to entrepreneurs, our business owners, about their journey of um, getting to the space they're at. So was there ever a point in forming Pray and Go to Therapy that you thought maybe you weren't the person to do it? Because I know sometimes we have those doubts and insecurities about, is this really my calling? Like, am I the right person to do this? So was there ever a moment where you questioned it? And if so, how did you overcome that? There definitely was time when I when I questioned it because it kind of got bigger than what I thought it would be. So I originally started just sharing my personal mental health journey as an outlet, and then it just caught on. So many people were responsive to it. And so in the beginning, it became a little overwhelming because I was like, whoa, this is not what I was trying to do. I was just trying to vent, to be transparent, and that helped me. But then it actually turned into other people kind of relying on me. So I had to find like a little balance to where it didn't become overwhelming for me and that I didn't feel responsible for other people. Work through that in therapy. And then also finding what was a happy medium for me and that I could work my job, I can do this work, and then I can also, you know, take care of all the other things that I need to take care of and not be overwhelmed because there was a time period that I, that I stopped, that I took a break. Um, because I was just becoming too overwhelmed with, you know, selling things, being a new entrepreneur, and then people constantly always needing of me, um, that I wasn't able to, to give of myself. Um, so the way that I basically worked through that, I just took some time, and I just prayed about it, honestly, and I was like, you know, if God, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Um, is this the avenue that I'm supposed to be going down? And he reassured me that, that it was. But that I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself first because I can't do any of these things if I, you know, I'm not taking care of myself first. Definitely, definitely. And if you had to say one thing, one sentence to someone who's um, maybe hesitant about going to therapy to influence them to go, what would that one sentence be? Mm. It's not an overnight journey. Um but it works. Try it. That's literally what I tell everybody. Just try it. Try it. Go to a session. See how it goes. I say at least try the first three sessions because your first session is going to be intake. The second one will be like getting to know. By the third one, if you're still there and you're still able to talk to this person, you're going to realize how, how much it helps just to be able to even just vent. So just try it and that it's not an overnight journey. Um, but it does work. It definitely does work. Um, 
I would not have been able to make as much progress as I have personally now um, within my mental health journey. And not only my mental health journey, but just personal growth. So I am diagnosed with clinical depression and anxiety. So those are things that I, you know, take medication for and I see a therapist for that. But I also have like just personal journeys and life traumas and relationship things that I needed to talk to someone about as well that I didn't even necessarily realize until I was there. Um, that they were something that was causing um, turmoil in my life. So therapy is one of those things that it's an ongoing process, um, but it definitely helps you with personal growth and learning yourself and becoming the best version of you that you could possibly be. For sure. I'm going to go back to the point where you said um, there was some stuff like that you didn't even realize was going on until you went to therapy. I feel Mm -hmm. like That was the same thing with me. And when I got there and realized, hey, maybe this is why you act this way when something comes up, Courtney. I was like, okay, maybe I do need this therapy thing because (laughs) it helps you realize things about your stuff that you wouldn't even know until you went. Um, And I saw a post the other day saying you can't inflict your traumas onto someone else. So if you have a certain trigger in someone um acts out that trigger or whatever then you can't be mad at them because one they didn't know right so it's up to you to work on um kind of coping with those things and getting through those and therapy was definitely a huge help for me with that because I had to work on those when those triggers came up you can't just react like you have to Mm -hmm. be like okay use those coping mechanisms because they do work and a lot of them I did learn in therapy. So if someone were to ask me to how to encourage them to go to therapy, I would definitely say, like, you wouldn't know certain things about yourself unless you went. Yep. But if any of you guys, I don't see any questions right now, but you guys can go ahead and drop them down below because those were all of the pre-planned questions that I had for this um interview and I did I always ask if you have another entrepreneur or brand or even since this is pray and go to therapy a therapist that you would like to shout out um you can go ahead and do that mm-hmm. um so like I said the main people that I like to shout out is therapy for black girls that that's definitely going to be for black women especially to find a therapist is just a really good space to be um I like to just shout out anybody who advocates or puts on for mental health, especially in the Black community, um, because it's so important. And not only the people who just talk about it, but the people who are actually doing things within the community to help people understand. So it's one thing to just, like, make posts about it and discussions on Instagram, but, like, to actually be in the community with people trying to get them to engage in the conversation and not only engage in the conversation, but break some of those generational um, stigmas and curses tied to not only the church, but just, you know, how we're being raised in certain situations and traumas that we face. Um, just shouting out those, those, any business that does that. Um, my therapist in particular, her name is Victoria Lynn Dorsey, and she's in Austin, Texas. I'll shout her out. Um, she's amazing. I've been going to the therapist for almost two years, and um, been the best therapist that that I've that I've ever encountered. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure she's accepting new clients. <laughs> she's always accepting new clients. Um, yeah, I think that's that's all. That's all I can think of now. If any more pop in my head, I'll just randomly blurt them out. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, I didn't see anyone comment any questions, so I would definitely like to shout out Pray and Go to Therapy. I love what you're doing and when I saw um you pop up on my feed I think Kristen from Coco Wells um actually had reposted you to her story is how I found you and I was like this is needed so thank you so much for stepping into your calling of starting this organization and this brand because it's something that's not talked about that definitely needs to be talked about so I'd like to just one thank you for starting the organization and two thank you for um, responding to our email and being willing to come on and talk about it. Thank you for reaching out to me. I'm always um, up to have the discussion and talk about it. And I think that's the way that that's the first step, having the conversation. And the more people that have the conversation, especially people that have the influence um, that joining in the conversation, the more that people feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it or asking questions all the time I get people like in my DMs and things like that, like asking me questions about mental health or like, where can I go to get a therapist? That's really part of the reason why I started it as well. I was literally doing what I do now for my business, just for people like hopping in my DMs. Hey, I need a therapist. Can you, can you show me how to find one? Can you help me get one? And so I was like, you know what? I could really make this a business and I could provide more for people, you know, if I actually charge the fee to do it. So yeah, it's definitely Definitely something that's needed, and I feel like everybody should be talking about. For sure, and I would love it if we continued this conversation so I can, because you brought up the point of stigmas and generational stuff going on in the church that those conversations could go on for hours, so we'll definitely have to set aside a time for those two separate topics to um, talk about. But once again, thank you for um, joining us. And thank you, everyone who watched it now or who will watch it later. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. And that is all for tonight. Thank you. Have a good night. (laughs) You too.